Wow. Have you realized that it's so exhausting trying to play other people's games? You've got issues with me and I'm trying to prove that you shouldn't have issues with me and yet your mind is set and there really isn't any opening for me. Why do I keep beating my head against that brick wall? That's where it's important to know your own truth. Know that because the other individual has issues with you is based on a false sense of their reality. I think I've talked about this before. My supervisor told me back in the day, when you get a new client, you meet them where they are. That's their reality, not your reality. And then you work from there. That's me working with a client. And I get that. But then you start realizing family, friends, loved ones, have their own reality. Meet them where they are. And then decide, I don't want any part of that reality. I don't want to work hard to try to get you to understand reality. If this is what you're going to land on, it's exhausting. I don't deserve it. I was having a discussion with my person, Jason, about this very topic with regard to my brother, who I've talked about before, a person in his life who decided upon a reality that was his reality, but not reality as my person knows it. Why carry that weight of trying to get someone to come around to reality when they're so set on their own reality? We took it a step further and I told him that I'd been thinking, what if my brother came back and said, I want to show you respect. I still believe that you did this, that, or the other, but I want to show you respect because that's what you've asked for. Would I really dive back into that pool again? I might come back and say, if you want to show respect for me, which you've indicated previously that you don't based on this false reality, show me, prove it to me. Words do nothing. Actions and words do everything. That's how you show someone you respect them.
And as I was talking with him, I started going a little, well, maybe not a little, a lot deeper with the reality, the true reality between me and my brother of me, and I think part of him, who decided we're just not going to communicate. We're not going to speak. I'm open to communication. And I've expressed that to him. But he has a different idea of what respect means. It's not my idea. And so therefore, I can't go along with it. In all reality, my reality, because reality is the word, I feel like a weight's been lifted off my shoulder that I don't have to carry the burden of trying to navigate the difficulty of the relationship with my brother. One of the things that I realized in talking with Jason is the fact that one of the concepts that my brother has a problem with me in his lack of respect for me is supposedly how I made his daughter cry. Now, if we back up a second, his daughter and I were having a telephone conversation and I was expressing to him, her, how my brother had a problem with me being gay ever since I came out. And even to this day, and she's been a witness to it at family gatherings, yeah, maybe five years ago, how my brother, quote-unquote, accepts me being gay, but still thinks it's a choice. And my niece and my nephew even stood up and told my brother it's not a choice. But when my niece and my nephew, ne my niece and I were having a conversation, when apparently this whole thing started, she was not mature enough, no disrespect, to understand what was going on. All she knew was to get upset, cry, go running to her father, which in turn led to my brother and his voicemail rant about telling me to get the fuck out of their lives, keep the money that I owed them, just leave them alone. That was the last straw for me, and I did. But what I realized in the conversation with Jason tonight, which really made me start thinking, my niece and my nephew are in their mid to later 20s, they understand that my brother and I don't speak. Hell, they all come over here to take my mother out to brunch and nobody comes into my house. Even Stevie Wonder could see that there's something going on here. And yet, to my knowledge, they're not asking and even if they're asking their father what's going on and getting a one-sided story 
of why things are going on. Nobody is coming to me and asking me my side of the story. That's the part that hurts the most. My niece and my nephew, I love them so much, but they are not stupid and they are not blind and they see what's going on. So why are you only getting one side of the story? I've never shown or demonstrated through your whole life that I could be this person who your father purports me to be, if in fact that's the case. I've demonstrated otherwise, and I've never wavered from that. So why doesn't anybody want to hear my side of the story? It makes me sad. But then again, ideal in reality. I could reach out to my niece and my nephew and ask them, but I could put them on the spot as well. And I don't think I want to do that because I think maybe psychologically they're not ready to do that. And I can appreciate that. But I'm hoping that the longer this goes on and the more psychologically aware everybody becomes that maybe this might just trigger the reality of, wow, why don't I get both sides of the story instead of burying my head in the sand and carrying on with my life like none of this shit is happening. If that's the way they want to deal, I'll deal with it. But it's not fair to me. And I think anybody from the outside looking in can see it's not fair to me. But that's the reality. I've lived to tell till next time. I know I signed off, but I wanted to go ahead and add this addendum to my podcast because I think it's very important. I talk to my clients a lot about being too close to situations and not seeing the bigger picture. And me as a therapist on the outside looking in and being able to see a part of it that they're not able to and it brings it to their attention and they get a fuller scope of the issue. And I sent a copy of this podcast to my bestest friend in the whole wide world, Vicky, and she sent me back a message that I had thought about, but the way she said it really opened my eyes. I love and respect my niece and my nephew so much, and I would not want to put them in a position of uncomfortableness. And so I would just like to read to you the message Vicky sent back to me, which makes so much sense to me, and I'm really grateful that she did. Your niece and nephew don't want to be torn between you and your brother. 
He is their father, and you don't know what he has told them. They don't want to stir up problems. They are young and don't want to acknowledge or create more turmoil. Their lives are about them. I am sorry for this, but it is easier for them to not ruffle their parents' feathers. They have had two parents telling them shit for many years, so their reality is colored by that. They may come around someday or not. I know you love them, and I am so sorry for this conflict and how it affects you. Your brother isn't willing to come together, and the kids will eventually decide for themselves about you. I know it hurts, but I hope you can focus on you and not allow this situation to affect you. There are a lot of people in this world who will not respect us, and that it is your brother is hard. But DNA doesn't make a family. Love, acceptance, and respect make a family. I love you. And I love you too, Vicky, for sharing your insights with me so that I can share them with people who listen to this particular podcast. Till next time.